Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, and what does Tuesday mean for two sisters? Well, it's Triumph Tuesday. This is Carol Stewart, aka Nani Boss, live from Vera Beach, where we got some blue skies going on, a few little clouds, but I understand up north where my two sisters. And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, aka wellness diva and yes um tropical storm isaias and i know i am not pronouncing that correctly i actually think you are say it again isaias that's exactly correct i was saying icas but it's it's isaias and it is a mouthful and you kind of wonder where they pick up these flipping names not a lot not a lot of letters yet for syllables so you kind of have to like think about it obviously before you say it and obviously um reporting to you live from the circle in north haven we are under a tornado watch and a tropical storm warning so after the podcast i am running out to barnes and noble because i must get the sean hannity book for poppy well you know funny that you said that i ordered it and i didn't realize i was doing a pre-order so i love reading good books i read books from 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 either side because i love to you know kind of know what's going on but yes um john actually was just talking about that book i said i pre-ordered it i don't know when it's coming and i don't know that's one thing i don't know whether we have a local barnes and nobles i never thought to even look that up but i'll have to do that i'm not really sure but i'm hoping all of you up north are staying warm, cozy. Well, I should say, should say cool and cozy mm-hmm. while this storm is now hitting your way. Uh, good news is, though, it is moving uh, much more. It's, it's moving rapidly through the area <clears throat> and actually much quicker than it was from, from our area. Our area, it was like, when is this flipping storm coming and let's get it out of here? And it was just, uh, and it's so funny, no matter where you are in the country, um, obviously going, coming and mostly living obviously in the Northeast and now moving, living in the Southeast. The one thing that is still in common that really puzzles my brain when a storm like this comes up is what did you do with the batteries from the last storm? Or what did you do with the generator from the last storm? Or the flashlight? Or, you know, the, it, it's so funny because I, when I went to the store and I thought it was very ironic around here that people would stock up on food, which I understand you have to have seven days worth of food. But because, you know, we're in summer months, regardless whether you're from the North or the South, I purposely didn't buy a lot of groceries because I thought, let's be mindful. What if the power does go out? And I was shocked to see a, how many people were buying, like, like stocking up on groceries, like, you know, we were in pandemic hurricane which we sort of were, but anywho, and then the batteries and the people buying generators. I'm like, and I notice up North does the same thing for a Nor'easter. And I always say to myself, well, what did you do with the like batteries? You know, they got a fairly long lifetime. I would think, um, flashlights, unless you're, you're beating your better half over the head with it should last, uh, you know, a certain amount of time, I would think. And generators. Now, obviously it could be the generators could be, you know, that, particular person hadn't bought one yet. But don't you find that funny that people, when they hear the storm, they immediately panic, run out, and buy a bunch of, probably about 80% of shit they don't really need at that moment. Exactly, and here's the thing with batteries. A lot of people, 
<laughs> when they buy batteries, put them somewhere, and then when a storm comes, can't find them anywhere. So they go buy more batteries. And that's why in Florida, they always say, have a tub, have a hurricane tub, or however they put it, a hurricane kit. And you put all that stuff kind of in there. So yeah, you might have to go out and get some last minute groceries. And at least you have your basic essentials right in that tote. That's then, a great idea. And I guess I, that would really apply to the North or the South. Just have a storm kit. Right, right. You know, uh, you know, extra batteries, um, maybe even um, a second, another radio just in case. Yeah, I bought, the, I bought, speaking of that, I bought this stupid thing, never used it. Um, and then I, w I was talking to so many people, they're like, just get weather bug. And I said, well, I think the purpose of this is, obviously, if you don't have power and you may not have the internet, that this would take the place of that. So I, at first I was going to return it, um, but I decided I'm going to keep it because of that. And then, which is good because I still don't know how to use the damn thing, so... Well, you can put that in your storm kit. Put that. Oh, that's where it's going for the next time, which I understand might me be sooner than later. Supposedly, they're talking about another storm. Right. In and the distance. In the distance. Right. Exactly. And, it, you know, it's all about the prep factor. But I think um, what people think, too, when a storm comes along, like what happens after the storm, you know? What if, uh, you know, the banks, you know, like they don't have power, what if the stores don't have power, then I can't get some base, I cannot get some basic essential um, supplies. So it's always good to keep, you know, certain staples on hand. I am not a big fan of canned food, um, but we do keep, you know, stock on hand for that. And if you do not have, a handheld can opener, that's another essential that should also go into your storm kit because most everybody has the uh, electric. That's true. And then, you know, the good thing too is some cans do have the, the flip top, but not all do. So right. that, that is so true. It's just certain things that you take for granted. You know, we always keep, you know, you always make sure that we have plenty of water. And um, obviously, you know, especially even when, when the pandemic was at its height and everyone was, you know, they were all going out and buying chicken and, you know, the toilet paper you couldn't find or the, you know, all those things. John and I were talking, he said, well, what's the worst that's going to happen? We could live on your nutritional program. And I said, you're right. I mean, we could, we had protein bars and, you know, obviously our three steps. So it's not like we're going to go, you know, we're not going to go hungry, but I think, you know, I, I, I think that's almost rooted, you know, the way that we're brought up as well. Because I can remember as children when, a, you know, obviously times were much different. We didn't have the internet. When storms came in, you were really, you found out at the last second. And I think that natural, you know, World War One, World War Two, you know, just that natural of, you know, we need the supplies. We need the supplies. So I think it's something that's spreaded from generation to generation. Yeah. And, you know, as we get more, obviously, you know, with the internet and being having access to instant information, like bam, oh, bam, it's in your face. You know, we, you know, we get the alert and then we run out and just buy crap. Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely have to run out and get some stuff. Um, you know, Poppy's low on his favorite water, you know, little stuff like that. Um, you know, so 
I'm always mindful of that certain stuff. I keep an eye, like stuff that we normally buy, always keep an eye on that. Is it on sale? Do I need it? You know, like the, the normal type of things that everybody goes through. So, hey, I want to ask, I want to ask our audience before we get into Triumph Tuesday. Yeah. Lysol, the Lysol wipes. Are you guys finding them? Like we still, down here, you cannot. And I'm thinking Lysol, what are you doing? Where are these wipes going and why, you know, I don't understand why we don't have any. Like no one can seem to find any, no matter who I chat with, no matter where they are in the country. And it's not like you see a restock of them and then they're even gone. I mean, people say, oh, I see them every now and then, maybe one or two, but nothing, unless people are just at the store when they're stocking them and then take them all and hoard them. I need them. Give them up. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's so funny that you say that because that's one of the items I look for. I'm like, what the hell? Like what is going on with the Lysol wipes? Somebody's using them and I want to know who it is right now. <laughs> so moving right along, Triumph Tuesday. What are you triumphing over, Carol Sue? What am I triumphing over? Actually, last week was a challenging week. And, uh, you know, we're in a, basically it was a, it was a five-day challenge, ended up being a six-day challenge. Incorporating that with starting out with 75 hardware on what? I think we're on day nine now. Yes, we are on day nine. And, you know, timing. Sometimes timing is a triumph. And, you know, is it conducive to, you know, your, what you're, emotionally going through what you're physically going through and you know then you start to second guess should i even start this something now in the midst of all these other things going on and mindset is a triumph so i, I think i triumphed over my mindset doubting to just go for it how about you i feel similar to that although i was not able to complete the challenge um because we were both in that five, six day challenge, um, I, you know, I'm on day number nine. And, and of course, when I start any new venture, and I do have several going on, um, I'm like, wow, you know, this uh, timing on starting this is just, you know, it's going to be hard. And, and I knew that going into that. So I'm triumphing over the fact because I had, I had my doubts starting it. I had my doubts keeping up with it but you know i've been making pivots so uh i'm triumphing over my mindset that i was able to really leap forward with it with the 75 hard um day number nine uh i still don't like uh i am gonna come out straight and say it i don't like drinking a gallon of water for obvious reasons um, getting in a second workout is very difficult, which by the way, I've already done. Both? Yep. Jesus, Lordy, Holy Mother of Lord. I I try, I'm trying to word that so it doesn't sound too, like, you know, <laughs> blasphemy. However, what the hell? And technically it's, um, and well, I do my hour of kickboxing. Right. So to do two separate 45 minute workouts. So I do That's an hour right. of boxing and then I do my power walk. Now my power walk, I do add in extra minutes in case, you know, because of drinking water, in case I need to run into that house. So I kind of time myself like how long it would take me 
So I add extra minutes to that, but I don't count the extra minutes if I don't need to run into the house. Well, good for you. Kudos to you. Pat yourself on the back and whatever. No, I, that's true. You, you did, that's, that's awesome. You know, what I find uh, is last night I did my second workout later than normal because we were having a family meeting. So I was, I was you know, getting to the end of it. And I slept longer today. Yes, I was doing my, I was doing my arms, working my arms yesterday. So I, 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 what the hell is going on over there? Yeah, well, I was, you know, I, I had to get it in and, um, you know, I can, you know, I can uh, multitask, right? You were doing the talking, so I could, I could move my arms. Get my, get my... Back up a second here for once. <laughs> you do your share of, uh that as well but what i want to say is kudos to you that is awesome and i i totally agree with you but i wanted one thing that popped in my brain is do not worry about the sales challenge i downloaded all the sheets and i believe i'm getting all the recordings so so for you it's a pause in the five-day challenge and um i know yesterday's is still up there the grant cardone piece and the second piece is still up on the site so Rise Up World, go there and check it out. It was, gosh, it was so amazing. And one of the things that I thought was paramount to, you know, triumphing over, and it was actually a question that I posed on my Facebook post is, is it better to know someone or trust them? So what do you think about that? I'm going to I want to get your take on it. Yeah. Is it better to know someone than trust them? If you know someone, you already trust them, but if you're just meeting someone, in a sense, you still have, you have to get to know them, just trust them. Right, and with networking, that was the point that Grant Cardone and why he has been so successful. He says, I have to get me out there, me. I have to sell me. And we obviously talking about sales, he's, he's uh, amazing of all that he's accomplished. But he said, the point being is no one, regardless of what you are selling, what you're preaching, what you're sharing, what you're impacting, if people don't know you and you don't get yourself out there and put yourself out there, they can't trust you. Because a lot of people say, well, I got to trust a person. Well, how can you trust them if you don't know them? So the the whole triumph moment for me when I was listening to that was, wow, that made sense. So he said, what I did was I got on every single platform. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, wherever I could so people would see me and the success and the trust came after, but I had to keep going. I had to keep putting me out there. So I got on every stage that I could. I spoke at every stage I could. I got on every phone call that I could. So if you're a person that is an entrepreneur or networking or even in your own life, I mean, there's a lot of people that have home, home-based businesses or they run a local business. You know, the proof is in the pudding of sharing who you are and impacting and adding value to others so people do get to know you first. Most people, and the other key piece he said was, it's not, uh, he said, the, the products are successful not because they're good, it's because how much they're shared. And that, you know, so in other words, the more your product is shared and talked about, they're the ones that become successful. And some of them are not the best. Maybe, you know, there's better product out there, but because the marketing piece to it is so uh, uh, 
implements and kind of takes over that category, that is how they become successful. So it's really about, you know, I love that, you know, we are sharing authentically us in, in our road. And I think, you know, where are we at now, Jan? Where do, where do you think we're at? We, by the way, we are on season number four. And I would say that we, at this point, we are probably, uh, and I haven't officially counted since the last nine, we have to be in the, the 75 to 85 episode category. I mean, and that's awesome. And I love that, you know, our audience is part of that, whether you're watching us live on Facebook and or that you're listening into the six or seven channels that we, we are on. And we so, we so appreciate that because we don't, you know, we, we just decide to go ahead and go for it. And there are going to be a ton of pivots because you have to, your mindset has to be, okay, I'm incorporating this whole new venture along with all the other pieces of my life that I'm doing plus my personal life. And you, you mix that all together. And the point being is even though that, you know, our, our path may be slower than others, that doesn't bother us. Even though, you know, our audience is, is a slow growing process. We don't mind that because we're being authentically and organically us. And that's what I love. And I see, and I don't have my glasses on and I have um, some, the, our live up on the Facebook. So I want to take a look at it. Oh gosh, we got some viewers. Thank you so much. Nini. Hey, Sandy. She's in the middle of a tropical storm um, in Ocean City, Maryland. Well, Love blessings, you. blessings to all of you. And you gosh. know, yeah, just to everyone stay, 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 uh, stay, stay, that's the word, stay safe. Uh, we actually, someone asked, I actually got a couple of messages regarding the weather over the weekend. And we actually experienced, we had like 65, 65 mile an hour gusts. And we, you know, and we had quite a few of them, but, you know, we did not hear our house creak. Our house is, has impact windows. We also have a special roof, a hurricane type roof. And I have to say that the house was buttoned up tight. We never, you know, like in the Northeast, you know, we would, you know, the wind, you know, you hear the little creaks or whatever of the, in the nooks and crannies of the house. We didn't, we didn't have any of that. And I actually sat outside in the lanai for quite a while in anticipation, because I remember doing that as a little girl. And I remember daddy really explaining when the thunder hits and when lightning hits and then you count and you can figure out roughly how many miles away the storm was. Of course, nowadays, all you got to do is look at weather bug and you'll know exactly. But there's something part of, so I did, I actually sat out there and I was waiting, you know, for the thunder and the lightning piece to it. We never had that. We, we definitely had the winds. We had rain, but not torrential rains. Um, and it's so funny because we're, we're six and a half, seven miles from the beach. Obviously the beach, we'd gone there in the morning and it was a lot, a lot windier. Um, but thankfully at the time that we went, there was no rain. So I'm hoping everyone stays, no matter where you are, stay safe, you know, common sense. We'll get you through. Absolutely. So anything else going on for Tuesday? Tuesday, Tuesday. Well, I've got a lot going on. I have, uh, some, um, I've got my timetable scheduled of writing of tasks that I have to get done and, I feel pretty good. I slept great. I don't know. I'm just, 
I'm over, I'm happy. I'm pretty happy. Although I have to say one thing that I was really surprised about this morning. I had gotten a message about, uh, and these are things that, you know, we obviously talk about kind of some tough subjects every now and then. Um, and this was kind of a eye opener. If you go into Google search and you type in, I think it's television or film and television, TV, television shows and film, whatever it may be. Sadly, a lot of things relating to uh, categories of sex trafficking come up. And I was alarmed by that because I actually want to get, I'm going to exactly tell you what it is. And anybody can do it. You know, because you know, sometimes you get a message and do this and see what happens. And you're like, do I really want to do it? Um, let me see. Let me see. It is called, uh, when you type in TV, television, and film. And then when you go and you click that, you know how on the bar you can have, you know, all images. So you have to click images. Right. And what I was shocked about was obviously some of the sites that I saw, but what, I, what was even more alarming, because you know, you, you click on these things and you're like, you're almost like not immune to it, but you're, you're not surprised anymore. But what I was surprised about was Google's response. So this, uh, one of the things that I screenshot was actually dated April 21st, 2020. So where are we? We're April, we're August 4th. So how many months ago is that? Five months ago? Four months ago. Four months ago. Okay. And their response dated back in April was, we appreciate this being brought to our attention and the concern here. We'd like to reassure you that we have robust systems aimed at preventing child sex trafficking, blah, 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 blah. But today is August 4th and the same thing's still occurring. So what does that tell me? What should that tell all of us? You know, we have to be mindful of you know, if you have a young child, even a teenager, we as parents and or anyone that's bringing up children, regardless whether you're a grandparent, step-parent, whatever it may be, to be mindful of what devices your children are using, number one, because a lot of times, mostly, a lot of times kids just hit images, they hit pictures, and the pictures that come up are, you know, bring you to other very disgusting sites. But I'm alarmed and I'm wondering, I know Congress had all the big techs in there and they were talking obviously about censorship, but what about that? Like, how do you, how does Google explain that it was brought to their attention back in April and yet as of today on August 4th, you can still put that information in there. You can still click on images and still disgusting things come up. I just can't even comment that I'm like getting nauseous thinking about it. That's so wrong on so many different levels. Jesus. Yeah. It's so I just want to make sure that people are aware of that. And I do that as a, you know, we do that as a service announcement in the sense of many parents don't know that. So, you know, where this topic is very hot, like a lot of other topics, it is, uh, should be a topic that's not only hot, but that makes you, your eyes wide open and to be mindful of social media platforms and or devices that mm -hmm. your underage children are using and realize, sadly, these are the times that we live in. And it, you know, while, you know, back in the day, it was, what was that magazine? Playboy, Playboy magazine. 
you know, how many teenage boys had probably a Playboy magazine underneath, you know, their bed, hiding from their parents, right? Mm -hmm. Those innocent days, because that's just a natural part of, of human life, you know, as, as children get older, they're, you know, wondering about their bodies and all, all this other different stuff. And, you know, young boys tend to look at girlies. I mean, that's normal behavior. However, this is not, this is a whole other level. This oh, is normal. It is horrific. And, yeah. you know, my, my message would be just let's, let's be mindful of that and also keep in mind the many, many children that are out there. Whether you believe all the stories or not, we need to all be mindful and save the children. Hashtag save the children. And that's Absolutely. what I'll say in that subject. And just a reminder, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, and Overcast. Speaking of Overcast, it's looking grim and grief. It's grief. Wow. I don't even think so, but it's looking like doom and gloom. So, well, I'm sending you some sunshine from down south, sending you sunshine, sunshine, and so good that we were able to actually even get our podcasting considering because you never know with the weather and the the, right. the the bandwidths and all that happy jazz oh my god bandwidth issues but anyways we always appreciate your listening and thank you so much to our viewers who are able to hop on and listen to us live leave your comments below let us know how you like this let us know what you would like to see or maybe comment on a different topic we'd love to hear from you my name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Steve. I'm reporting to you live from the Circle in North Haven, and I'm here with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, live from beautiful, sunny Vero Beach, Reams on the Rocks. Everyone, be kind. Live by the golden rule. Stay safe with this, whatever the storm name is, <laughs> and God bless you all. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.